Shri Harikiran is the founder of Indic Academy and the prime inspiration behind the organization of this memorial lecture. I now request Shri Hari, Harikiran ji to address the gathering on Indic Academy and its association with Pooja Swami ji. At the outset, I'd like to thank Swami Sadat ji for gracing the occasion, blessing this event and being the advisor for this event. Thank you very much, sir. I also would like to thank all the members of the committee of hosts, uh, my Raki sister Swati and all the uh, dignitaries, the who is who of Coimbatore for readily agreeing to this uh, proposition that Pooja Swamiji Dayanand Saraswati's uh, memory should be perpetuated it's already perpetuated in multiple forms, but it should be perpetuated through a memorial lecture. I also would like to thank my Indica Coimbatore team, a uh, very, very active uh, team that my uh, Tamudu uh, Pramod has assembled along with the others. Thank you very much. On this stage, you have two panels on either side with the words Bharat Kelie. You might be wondering what is that? Suddenly two quotes as Bharat Kelie. Now, one of the things about Puja Swamiji is that he was known as a patriot saint, a nationalist saint. You could see that in the last bhajan, it was about Bharat. And if you see the trajectory of his life, you would see the Millennium Summit wherein he argued against, uh, he argued for mutual respect, the kind of work that he did with uh, proselytization, against proselytization, the kind of work that he did with assembling multiple Acharyas from all over, different Sampradayas from all over uh, Hindu Dharma Acharya uh, Mahasabha, which he constituted. If you look at his work in, in, in the temples, and, and, the, and the, co the case is in the Supreme Court right now, but if you look at that and how, how the temples are important, but if you look at the trajectory, he was a saint who was focused on the integrity of the nation, of preserving the culture of this nation. So that was the extra thing about him. So when I met him first in, 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 in the year 2010, this was because of a conference on non-dualism that I wanted to attend, which was being held in California. And I saw that in, in the schedule, there was no Shankar Bhagavan mentioned anywhere. So this is a conference on non-dualism and there's no mention of Shankar Bhagavan. That's, that sort of uh, uh, troubled me a bit. And and that's, that's when in, 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 this, uh, in November of that year, I set up this uh, academy called Advaita Academy to focus on teaching Advaita Vedanta. And then I discovered as I was recruiting and asking teachers, I was discovered this whole concept called uh, Neo-Advaita, uh, you know, there is no need for teaching. Neo-Vedanta, there are all kinds of new kinds of uh, Satsang Vedanta, uh, Advaita, 
So all kinds of teachers uh, I came across. And I also came across a lot of teachers who were not even ready to acknowledge or use the word Advaita. And um, so they were sort of cut their connection and they were teaching uh, the same very own, our own wisdom without even a, a thank you. And then I discovered the need and the discovered that in India, traditional teaching in a structured way, in a systematic way, was first uh, uh, initiated in, in Sandipani with Swami Chinmayanandaji and uh, Puja Swami Dayanand Saraswati. And that is how this whole uh, program was conceptualized. Till that time they were all, Vedanta was taught in the Gruha Gurukula. But he was sort of created this syllabus that you have to learn Sanskritam, Prakranagandhas, uh, Vashyam, all that in a very, very systematic way in a three-year format. And that's when I was introduced to him. And then I realized that if we have to do it, there is a need for this kind of programs. And what is happening, whether it's in Sandipani or in Anekati, is not enough given the global demand for our, uh, our wisdom. Uh, and, and therefore, I had approached him uh, with a four Gurukula problem, uh, saying that, look, uh, Shankar Bhagavan has set up four Gurukulas. You, have, you are teaching in four places, in Nagpur, Rishikesh, Anankati, and, and uh, Pennsylvania. I also want to uh, facilitate setting up uh, another four Gurukulas. Uh, please help me. So he was, you know, he brushed me aside and, you know, he was laughing and he, for a few years, for a couple of years, I was just pestering him whenever I came to India in Anikati. Uh, I was always pestering him. So the, my 50th birthday, I celebrated in, uh, with him. I, I said, look, I want to celebrate the 50th birthday. So this was in 2013. I spent the whole day with him in the Dakshinamurti's uh, temple, we did the homam. And then he was thanking me, saying that thank you for choosing to spend this day with me. So sort of that day, he sort of melted down and then I kept asking him about this, uh, wanting to do this. Because I'm looking as an entrepreneur scale and I'm saying that look, population, global population, the need for Vedanta, the need for spirituality is so high. And, you know, we are not really matching it. And if you don't match it, then you'll have people who will distort it. Who will, who will, who will take away the connection between our dharma and, and then they'll do all that. So this thing was going on in 2014, thanks to Ramadavji's invite to him to the Ideas Conclave in Goa. I met him again and I said, Swamiji, before one year, I am going to assure you. He sort of relented, then he said, look at the land and all that. I saw some land in Bangalore, then in, in uh, uh, Tirupati. He liked Tirupati, the idea of Tirupati. He said, that's when I, uh, that's also before Anakati, I was also examining uh, Tirupati. So I said, within one year, I will make you do the Bhumi Puja. This is my, you know, I was very irreverent with him. It was very, you know, sort of a loving irreverence and he used to indulge me. So I said, we'll do the, unfortunately, 2015, this very same day, he attained Mahasamadhi. He was flown from the US, uh, again thanks to the help uh, of Ram Madhavji and all the team. And I met him on, on 19th for taking his blessings in Rishikesh. And then, of course, there was a stream of visitors, stream of visitors. So I just got my uh, 
30 seconds with him. So I was sort of desperate. And said, Swamiji, please, please bless me, please bless me. You know, I want to do this. Then he said, you must work hard. And the last words that he spoke to me, Bharat ke liye. So that was, that was his last words to me. That was his blessings to me. And till date, whatever that Indic Academy that we are doing is in that direction. To preserve, protect and promote our heritage, our dharma. Today, I spoke to my Swamini, Swami Atma Prakashan, and I told her about this uh, function. And he was always wanting me to do something in London with her. So we were doing, we were trying to take a place and, uh, you know, do some kind of a activity. So I told her that, Swamini, today we must start the journey of the four Gurukulas with London. And she said, yes, she gave me blessings. So I'm very happy to announce that Indic Academy Swami Dayananda Trust is going to be established in London and we will start an annual uh, 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 three-year course there. And today I seek his blessings as I announce this. Incidentally, in 95 he had a vision and he wanted to create something called Ashram International. Something model on Rotary Club this is what Swami was telling me. Something model on Rotary Club. He created, you know, sort of a, a people can meet. But it's a spiritual club. It is not a, it's not a club, uh, uh, like a service club, but it's a spiritual club. And incidentally, I realized this today, that Indic Academy has become like Ashram International that was envisaged by Swamiji. We, today, we have 30 chapters all over the world. So it's an international organization. We regularly meet. We have more than 350 meetings in the last three years. We have given grants. So we are a combination of a grant-giving organization, a TEDx, a Rotary Club, a university, a Gurukulam, uh, an incubator. So we're doing multiple things. And this uh, Indic Academy also, in a way, is his, his, his thought which is flowing through and, and, and manifesting itself. And the way that Indic Academy is growing in the last four years, we are just tapping into the Bharatiya consciousness. It's a latent consciousness that is there and that growth is happening. And what you saw last night, my, uh, my friend was referring to what you saw last night in terms of Houston and what happened there. I was there in Singapore and what happens is that when you are outside and you are seeing a leader represent he's he's a manifestation he's a personification of the bharatiya consciousness what modi ji is there today yesterday when people saw the connection that they're seeing is not a political leader but they're seeing him as a manifestation of bharat mata bharatiya consciousness and that is that is what we are tapping into that's what indic academy is tapping into and today i'm telling you as we are working on a center for soft power with Ramadavji. Our time has come. We are going to be the Vishwa Gurus. As you can see yesterday, we are going to be the Vishwa Gurus in our lifetime, here and now. Here and now. Nagpur is the epicenter of the renaissance of Hindu Dharma.
for me coimbatore is the epicenter for a global renaissance of indic civilization and i thank all the members of all the community members in in coimbatore who have been supporting our activities i must also tell you two more things that pooja swami these thoughts flow through him through me uh, 2012 i had asked him that in pennsylvania let's do a conference on non dualism because they are doing all kinds of things let's do a traditional one and he said yes and and unfortunately we could not do it at that time but today we have organized indic academies organizing the first conference on advaita vedanta on oneness in uh, velinad in chinmaya vishwavidyapeet and 72 speakers have come we have issued a call for papers and 72 speakers have, uh, uh, have come so this is something which is extraordinary because we we i tried to check the back and really there are not many there's there's no specific conference for uh, uh, advaita lastly another thing is that we have taken up a, a, a task to install 108 vigrahas shankar bhagwan's vigrahas all over the world people are doing 108 feet but then i said look let's do something different let's do 108 all over the world the first one was installed in tirunelveli uh, puja swami ji's uh, shishya jay shankar we have installed it there two more uh, one more has been installed in smriti adinarayan and adinarayan's uh, here near palani one more is coming up in salem we now have requests now the the word has gone out we now have requests for more than 20 from all over the world and most of them are from puja swami ji's uh, uh, lineage i want to people ask me what is got a politician got to do with a with a uh, a talk like uh, a memorial talk well he is currently a politician but he is a spiritual politician first and foremost i'll read out a few uh, lines about him ram madhav is an indian politician writer and a journalist he is currently serving as a national general secretary of bharatiya janata party he's also been a former member of the national executive of rashtriya swayamsevak sangh he is a member board of governors of india foundation a premier think tank based in delhi mr madhav has also authored several books in english and telugu with his latest one being uneasy neighbors india and china after 50 years of war madhav was born in amlapuram in the east godavari district of andhra pradesh primarily a student of engineering he earned his diploma in electrical engineering from andhra pradesh he has a postgraduate degree in political science from university of mysore karnataka madhav's association with rashtriya swayamsevak sangh began as a teenager he volunteered to be a full time worker of rss in 1981 and was assigned to several key positions in the organization he is the editor of bharati he was the editor of bharatiya pragna a monthly magazine in english published by pragna bharati now so this is this is what if somebody asks the biorata but having worked with him for several years now surely i am so happy that he is the first speaker for this because i have been sounding him out also because our connection with pooja swami ji is that he is very closely uh, and intimately working with swami ji and he, he has mentioned about me to swami ji and i work with, uh, closely with him so it is indeed a great privilege that he is accepted to be the the first speaker 
he has done several things within india foundation over the last 5 years apart from his political career in terms of how he has protected the northeast and and what he has done in kashmir and bringing him back into the bharatiya fold but as 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 member of uh, 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 india foundation that he has founded he has done several initiatives uh, indian ocean conference uh, india ideas conclave um, uh, india uh, uh, dharma dharma conference soft power conference so several initiatives he has undertaken and dharma dharma and soft power are directly related to preserving our culture so he has done an incredible amount of work in trying to preserve protect and and promote our civilizational thought we uh, he's been kind enough we did a, a conference called indic thoughts festival wherein we were celebrating our civilization so i take great immense pride privilege pleasure in inviting uh, a mentor to indic academy sri ramadav ji to please come and give us the first memorial lecture puja swami dayananda memorial lecture